Hello everyone, I'm hoping that everyone's day is going really well, and welcome back to Mishnah Yomi with Inari, and today we'll continue learning a Mishnah for Alma Sakhandamai, Perikai, Mishnah Yud Aleph, through Perik Vav, Mishnah Aleph, so now to begin with Mishnah Yud Aleph. Okay, so the Mishnah says, Taram Min HaDamai, Ah So if someone separated Truma, in this case we're talking about Truma's master, so whenever I say Truma, I'm really talking about Truma's master. Okay, so if someone separated Truma's master from Demai, he bought from one Alma Eretz, for Demai, he bought from another Alma Eretz. Or if he separated Truma from Demai for definite Tevel. Truma, in both cases, what he separated is treated as Truma. And since it is since it is possible that both batches were equally obligated and the Truma separation was thus effective. However, he must separate Truma again because it is also possible that the Demai he separated as Truma's master was already tithed, while the Demai for which he separated it was um, not tithed. So if so, the Truma he originally separated did not take effect and the produce is still tevel. The mission continues. If he separated Truma's master from definite Tevel for Demai, Truma, um, it is treated as Truma since it is possible that the Demai um, had not been uh, tithed and was thus Tevel, in which case the definite Tevel could, could, um, could be uh, used as Truma's master for it. But it may um, but it may not be eaten by the Kohen until the owner, which is the one that gave this coin. So, um, so, but it may not be eaten by the Kohen until the owner takes um, out its truma and other masters for it. This is because it is also possible that the Demai had already been tithed, in which case the definite Tevel that was separated as truma's master for it did not become truma's master and is still Tevel. It is therefore forbidden to eat um, to eat until um, it is properly tithed. And so that concludes Mishnah Yerav. Let's move on to Perik Vav, Mishnah Olive. So, um, right, so here's a little intro to the Mishnah. Okay, so we're going to be talking about sharecroppers and tenant farmers. So what exactly are these kinds of farmers? Okay, so a uh, sharecropper. He's called he's called an aris. So sharecropper is someone who rents land land to farm and agrees to pay the owner a percentage of the crop. Um, and a tenant farmer is called a chokher, and he he also rents land to farm, but instead of paying a percentage of the crop, he agrees to pay the owner a fixed amount of produce. So the mission says, "Hamagabel sada misrael min." So someone who received a, who receives a field as a sharecropper from a Jew or an adulterer or a Kudian. So it's from basically a lot of different kinds of people. So if he receives a field as a sharecropper from one of these um, kinds of people, you may divide the produce in front of them, meaning that he's going to give the landowner his share of the crop without first without first separating Truma and Maser from it. And the rabbis were lenient with sharecroppers to ensure that the land of Israel would would, would um, remain cultivated. So now why is this? Okay, so the rabbis generally prohibited releasing tevel from one's possession without tithing it first. Thus, it is forbidden to um, to sell tevel or even send it as a gift. So they made it an exception in the case of sharecroppers and allowed them to give the landowner his share of the crop without tithing it first. They were concerned that if sharecroppers were required to uh, tithe the uh, crop before giving the landowner his share, it might discourage people from leasing fields as sharecroppers. This, in turn, might leave much of the farmland of Aristotle uncultivated. To prevent this, rabbis permitted sharecroppers to give the landowner his, um, his share as tevel. 
so much to get the news. However, someone who rents a field as a tenant farmer from a Jew, he must separate Truma from the crop and only then give the landowner his share. He is not, however, required to separate any of the other ties before giving the landowner his share. Uh, so the continues. Omar Rabbi Huda says, Amatai, when do we uh, when do we say that a tenant farmer does not need to separate the other ties? When he gave the landowner his share from the produce of that same field that he rented and from that same species of produce that they agreed he would plant. But if he gave him his share from the produce of a different field, even though it is from the same kind of species, or or he gave him produce from a different species, um, even though it is from the same field that he rented, he must separate all of its ties and only then give the landowner his share. The landowner agrees to accept Havel as his share only when the tenant farmer grew the kind of produce he originally agreed to plant. And so that concludes today's Mishnah Yom Thank you everyone for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day.